You are listening to Post Game Content, a show where, I don't know, we're going to talk about video games or something. Wait, what? what? what you, no, what I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I, this <laughs> Wait, is I thought this was a movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, this isn't what I signed up for. Sorry. I'm leaving. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm Thomas. I'm Kevin. And uh, yeah, we something actually happened this week. Actually, two things happened this week. I can Craziness. think of one big thing. Um yeah. Um well what's your big thing? What's your big thing, Kevin? So I wanted to talk about uh I mean I'm just coming out of the gates with our sonic uh scoop of the, of <laughs> yes. the, of the week. Um so Sonic Colors is getting a remaster as leaked by Germany. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all of Germany. <laughs> all of Germany. They were just like you know, the Deutschlands came out and were like, <laughs> they are remaking Sonic Colors. And that's uh, that's what they said. And then we they get left. it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say about this. It's like, it, I think it's interesting because, as usual, um, the ninth corner of hell known as Sonic Twitter is just <laughs> a terrible place to be right now because you have, like, like this like sonic fans cannot agree on a damn thing like yeah. at all like they yeah. just can't and like look i i mean i i've i'm more of a 2d you know classic sonic kind of person um but i think like sonic colors is inoffensive like i don't like it is mm-hmm. it is a, it's a very safe sonic game like and you know some people argue that that's a bad thing for a sonic game to be and you know i I might be inclined to agree to some extent. Like, I I think I would rather have a a Sonic game be like terrible and like suffer from ambition than like just not make us. Sp- I mean, Sonic Forces is, in my opinion, the worst Sonic game for that reason. Um, yeah, I could see that. Like, Sonic Forces is a game that I absolutely got. I, I can't say I got no enjoyment out of because I'll be honest. Like, the music's all right, and and the avatar like customization thing is funny, but mm-hmm. like. But like it is just so middle of the road where those are in fact that's the only those are probably the only two things I remember about the game. <laughs> I'm like I, I don't know. Um and, and I have no intention of ever going back and playing it again. It's a waste of money, it's a waste of time. You can garner everything, everything that you could every you know, shred of enjoyment you can get from that game comes from things you could experience by not playing the game. And I think that's very unfortunate. Um but that's all to say that, like, I didn't expect Sonic Colors to be as divisive as it is proving yeah. itself to be, uh, because some people are really mad about this, especially in light of the fact that, um, I don't know if it was a part of the same leak or I'll have to clarify, I'll have to double check at some point, but um, I don't know if this was a part of the same leak or a different leak, but apparently we also recently found out that Sonic, uh, that Sonic himself, yes, yeah, Sonic, uh, that <laughs> Sega had and had a had plans to remaster Sonic Adventure and they canceled it. And yeah. people are absolutely, you know, like that's no good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so like, and I get it, you know, if it were up to me, I would rather see Sonic Adventure remade than Sonic Colors. Um, but I, I say that like hesitantly because, you know, like I think it'd be really easy to mess up a Sonic Adventure port. I think I think a Sonic Adventure remaster would be more divisive than a Sonic Colors remaster because I feel like a lot of people would be for Sonic Adventure getting remastered, but like 
some people would really hate it and some people would really like it because they would either, you know, come out with the adventure formula again, you know, just, just 3d Sonic, no boost, no gimmicks, just maybe some other playable characters and people would love that. And other people would be like, where's boost? Uh, I need my <laughs> boost formula. And I, I get it. So, you know, it's Sonic colors is probably a, a safer bet and whatever. I'm, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I have no opinion. I have no opinion because I just don't really care for Sonic Colors. It it brought us into like I, everything I enjoy about Sonic Colors are things I enjoy about other Sonic games, you know. So it's just like it's okay. It's okay. I know some people really like that game, Tom. I know you like mm-hmm. Sonic Colors, so I'm happy for the people who are gonna experience this. But I just really don't care, and I'm just I'm more I'm more amused about how the internet is reacting to this there are a lot of people who just are like celebrating and some people are like fuck you sega you should have given us sonic unleashed again yeah like and like whatever like who just like i'm i'm probably the most sonic crazed person i know and i don't care (laughs) like yeah it's just we finally got news and the fact that people are like complaining like it has been a real dry spell for Sonic fans. Like it, there's mm-hmm. just been nothing for so long. So it's just like, just take it. Like seriously, just take it. Like how, how much complaining can we really do? <laughs> I just, what's I the know. last, the last Sonic game was forces, right? It, it was forces. Um, unless you count team Sonic racing, which technically came out after. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, which is, I don't know. It's all right. It's, it, it's not better than All Stars Racing Transformed, in my opinion. Um, I, I've heard much the same. But uh, it's yeah, all right. I mean, I do feel like going back to Colors for a second. Obviously, I'm very excited. Colors was my first Sonic game. I I, I love it. I played it so many times. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah, I feel like Colors is. It is. I think it's weird. It's one of the Sonic games where. I feel like Colors came out and everyone was like, you know, I feel like Colors is like the first time where we could in a while where Sonic fans could say like, this is a this is a good game with like no asterisk. Like, you know, yeah, it's not, a, it's not fantastic. It's not like 10 out of 10, but, you know, it is good. Um, and yeah, I think just afterwards, it's like, you know, I think what you said really kind of says a lot in a way where it's like, it it has fallen in a lot of people's views because of its sort of unremarkable six seven out of ten quality yeah um i mean like i don't know i, I kind of going back to that idea like sonic I, I agree like i said to a degree that sonic should not be middle of the road he should either be like you know make or break because that that's what sonic has kind of always been about like and i don't just mean about like some really good games and some really horrible games. I mean, Mm -hmm. specifically like trying things and like doing the extreme, like that is Sonic incarnate, like not only as a character, but as a franchise, just like, you know, we had, we had Mario galaxy physics, like, like seven years before Mario galaxy came out or well, even longer, like the whole 10 years before Mario galaxy came out, they weren't great, but they tried it. And like, that's i don't know like to me that's what sonic is about like peaks valleys and like if you ever get like middle of the road it's just okay and we'll fall to the wayside i mean like Mm -hmm. i think about sonic unleashed 
and how like people really like half of that game um but you know like people remember it because of the werehog stuff you know love it or hate it like that's that's a really big part of the game and like that's why people remember it like people will love they will always love the daytime stages and they will always hate the the nighttime stages and that's just how it is like and maybe that's how it should be like i, I don't know yeah. <laughs> um, it certainly makes it more interesting to talk about i think yeah i mean like in a perfect world we would get a sonic game that has no stupid gimmick and is just competent enough to like rest on what is there and not like try and pat it out um i don't know I, I could get into a whole thing about like the adventure formula and why I think the adventure formula is awesome. Like, yeah, you know, if Sonic is, you know, everyone critiques Sonic for having stupid friends like that, like mm-hmm. people literally cite the supporting cast of Sonic as Sonic and his stupid friends. Like that is right. like people say that. Um, so if you're going to have Sonic stupid friends, you might as well like make some of them playable. Like there's a lot of really interesting characters. Mm-hmm. Like people like these characters. Yeah. And I mean, uh, you know, I, I don't want to fall too down, uh, too far down a sonic rabbit hole, but like, mm-hmm. you know, I always, I, I feel like, um, like people always kind of forget that, like, uh, especially classic Sonic, uh, you know, like Sonic Tails and Knuckles, like they all function differently, uh, even yeah. though, but like the level design still works for all of them so you know i mean that like that's the sweet spot and to a certain extent i feel similarly about adventure 2 i don't think it's as smooth as the classic sonic games in terms of you know everything feeling like sonic but at the very least i feel like it it, it's the closest we've gotten to that whole you know uh play as sonic's friends and like still have it feel like sonic um yeah but yeah no i agree so speaking of uh, ambition, or perhaps lack thereof, um, <laughs> uh, so a, a recent, uh, uh, I don't know, report, I guess, has been, uh, has been published uh, at Bloomberg, um, and basically what they've discovered is that um, uh, Sony, uh, Sony Corp uh, Visual Arts Service Group, or the uh, SCVASG, um, which is one of Sony's in-house studios, um, ha- is was previously working on a Last of Us remake that now mm. Naughty Dog is working on. Um, mm. And this is after several years of this t- particular development studio uh, pitching games and uh, getting them you know, canceled or, you know, not very far into development. Um, And obviously there's, I think, a lot of angles we can sort of take with this story, um, just thinking about it. But I I mean, just first off, the obvious one, why does Last of Us need a remake? (laughs) Like, uh, yeah, I mean, Last of Us, I you can play it on the current playstation like yeah. you can play it on the on the current generation and it doesn't look bad like it's not a Blast bad was, was like one of the last games made for the ps3 it looks great it still looks great it looks fine <laughs> like um i don't know i i mean well you know we we asked the question but we know the answer like it the answer is money, money. like money yeah um 
uh, Arthur Morgan money. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know. And, and, you know, Arthur Morgan doesn't speak German either. So uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so he doesn't know about the Sonic. Uh, he doesn't know about the Sonic leaks. But um, also Sonic wasn't invented until 1991. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about there. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Sonic is eternal. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, it comes down to money. But like, why? <laughs> I mean, it's just very weird and i mean you know it's something that i sort of um i might get angry about it i, I like I, i'm okay right now but if you know if i think about this hard enough i might get angry about it because like naughty dog's not really like like in a good spot with me right now and just personally yeah i'm just like you know like hey I, i'm still mad about them for what they did at the game awards and and how they got to that that point i mean um, i we, we didn't talk about this on the show but i remember when they had they announced um like BAFTA nominations uh, a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and uh Last of Us 2 uh w- you know raked in all those video game nominations and to me that's just like sad like the fact that you know like the BAFTAs are all about supposed to be like representing like excellence in it, it, across all art forms and yeah. that yeah. is being represented by a studio and a game that was like made under under uh not just crunch but crunch that was like lied about during its yeah. development it's it was like, it was def- yeah i mean it was deceitful and it was it, and it was just wrong like on yeah. so many levels and like and i don't um, know i'm just i'm just mad at them still like the, the, and this isn't you know this is not the road to my heart <laughs> yes <laughs> last, <laughs> i as someone who doesn't really care about the last of us don't get me wrong last of us great game i recognize it as a great game objectively speaking but Mm -hmm. like but i it's just not my thing particularly so like i'm more of a i'm more of an uncharted kind of naughty dog fan so like this was not the way to my heart naughty dog you naughty dogs (laughs) uh and i i just it's such a um i was kind of thinking about this before we got started but it's like it's just such a strange I, i feel like sony has uh, in general, been like leaning more towards like it, it's weird where Sony makes these games where it's like um, they have a lot of ambition, but that ambition is always it, it's not like fulfilled to the greatest point it possibly could be. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like like I I I think another comparison is here to be made between like uh, God of War four, where mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously, I think what what makes God of War four uh, such a great uh, experience is the story and like how it how it really dives into Kratos as a character. Um, you know, every kind of aspect of it. Um, but then, you know, it ends on that stupid cliffhanger with Thor, and it's like, <laughs> you know, we're it, it is very clearly like the opening chapter of this story and it's like like why could we not just have like i understand you want to make sequels and sequels are profitable and and you know right i'm, I'm gonna play god of war ragnarok when it comes out like just like everyone else but <laughs> yeah. um i'm a gaming citizen i'll pay my god of war respects <laughs> i'll pay my god of war taxes yeah but um at, at the same time it's like you know i, I i'm not a fan of uh this sort of um 
practice. I don't know what to, yeah, practice and just like L- listen. I, I mean, a, lack of ambition from a, a a marketing and a publishing standpoint. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, you know, speaking of being a good gaming citizen, we have to at least cut them some slack for recycling. So yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> saving the environment. What would we? God forbid we have fresh ideas polluting the atmosphere. Oh, oh Lord. Mm-hmm. Oh man. I whatever I, yeah. I don't know i i just um i i i hope for better i mean like i can kind of get it like sony's got some really good exclusives that's always been sort of the sony thing you know mm-hmm. like, like sony and nintendo have always had really good exclusives microsoft is for losers um microsoft has halo and that's it <laughs> xbox has halo xbox has halo but halo is coming to you know halo is made yeah. its pc like leap you, you can, know you like, can get halo master chief collection on steam so anyway that's and don't get me wrong that's that's a good move on microsoft's part i i'm i like it yeah when they when they do that but like when sony has their thing and then just starts milking it it's like whatever okay i I'm just going to get depressed if we keep talking about this. We need yes. to go somewhere else. I right. I want to still think that I like Sony, please. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to well, go grab my Ratchet and Clank disc and rub it a couple of times. <laughs> rub it for good luck. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, <laughs> we, we're this is a depressing topic for a lot of people, but we're not going to talk about the depressing aspects of it. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about DLC. What, what's okay. good DLC? Because I feel like whenever DLC is brought up, it's always bad. <laughs> like it's always, it's yeah. on this DLC. It's you know stuff like that. And I yeah. do feel like there are good examples of it. There's like good DLC, meaningful additions to to Meaning, games. Meaningful additions that not only are like deserving of like their inclusion as like a post game thing, but also deserving of a price tag because so many times like when again when people bring up dlc it's like i shouldn't have had to pay for this and don't get me wrong there are so many examples of that in fact payday 2 has like 20 examples of that alone (laughs) um like what why did i pay for that suit texture why did i pay for that suit texture anyway um (laughs) no but good dlc um the first thing that comes to mind for me is Okay, this is going to sound stupid, and this isn't well, actually uh, when you proposed this um, as, as this segment, I, I didn't initially think of this, but because we talked about Sonic, um, the, the Dreamcast, like, downloading things into Station Square thing on Sonic Adventure is oh, really yes, funny yeah. to me um, because you don't have to pay for it, and it's literally, you know, like, it's just, it, it's something really small. Like, okay, I'm going to do... Um, I'm going to make it so there's a Reebok sign next to the entrance to Green, uh, or sorry, uh, Emerald Coast. And when I go to Emerald Coast, Sonic is wearing Reebok sneakers. Um, it's just <laughs> funny and enjoyable. You can get the, um, there was one that was really funny to me where um, you can, uh, to celebrate the new millennium, uh, there's an update that changes the Station Square music into the Sonic CD, like Good Future music for um, Palm Tree Panic, which I thought was funny because it's like, you know, the Y2K scare and yeah. then Good Future music. And it's funny because it's called <laughs> the Sonic Y2K, like, download thing. Like, if you go and look at anyway, 
um <laughs> and it, and it's small but it's fun you know and you can get like the you can get like the pumpkins in in station square for halloween you can get the christmas tree um for the christmas one and i don't know it's just small but fun mm-hmm. um but i like those i don't know yeah i'll think of something one. more with more substance uh, as you speak uh <laughs> yeah for sure um so uh <laughs> this is probably one of the best examples of of dlc so I might, I might be stealing a popular answer but um shovel knight treasure trove is like probably one of the best dlcs that that's really good <laughs> gotten. um i mean not only so uh, you know what i noticed uh before you get into that you know what i noticed about um because uh for you know those who care or don't too bad um tom has got me to play final fantasy 9 and i did not plan mm-hmm. to talk about it this episode but um there's that whole card mini game it is literally yeah. the uh king of card the yeah the king of cards from yep um yeah uh same mini game which uh, helped me which helped me understand it faster i picked up on it pretty quickly because i played shovel knight which i thought was funny um, um yeah there's god i i hate just <laughs> i hate card games in rpgs <laughs> uh what about you, you, what about um sabak or so well it's called savak in um in in legends but it's called sabak in in canon now i think but in um uh oh, Knights of Knights the, Old of the Republic, Old Republic. you can play a card game and it's just yeah. blackjack but like with <laughs> modifiers it's fun though i like that game um anyway. yeah no i mean i God, you know, I've been playing Bravely Default 2 a little bit, and that has a card game, and I don't know, just... I, remember I, you remember when Witcher 3 released its card game as a standalone <laughs> thing? Yeah, like, <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Shut um, up. Yeah, so, but, like, speak, speaking as a person who didn't get a lot of enjoyment out of King of Cards, at least not as much as the other DLCs, Oh uh, yeah, treasure... by far it's the weakest, but yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Treasure Trove is... Whatever, keep going, yeah. sorry. <laughs> treasure, treasure Trove is still great. Um, I think Plague Knight is... It, 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 it's one of those deal. It's the... Obviously, it was the first DLC chapter we got, uh, Plague of Shadows. Plague of Shadows um, is my favorite out of the... It, the yeah, two. it's one that on first playthrough... I like I liked it a fair amount, um, but it's actually kind of grown on me... Uh, over time uh i've played it through like two or three times and it's like you know what like it's got a lot of charm to it it is it is much smaller scale than uh specter of torment for sure Um, it's more human though in that regard exactly and i think that's i think that's one of its strengths where i think yeah i think my favorite thing about plague of shadows is that plague knight it it is you know while it is a a boy meets girl kind of story um i i like it because plague knight starts as an incel and then and then and then realizes legitimately that he needs to change a little bit (laughs) um but that's literally what it's about like he fights like he fights like his own obsessions basically his own unrealistic obsessions and then like is like he he just get he gets a grip on reality and and on himself and he ends up happier for it. And I think that's a great message to put yeah. in a video game today. Like that's, that's, uh, I think some people really need to hear that. Um, it's great. Yeah. And, and I don't mean to like, you know, call anybody out. I think I need to hear that sometimes, but, um, totally. I, and I think that just what is what makes it 
a special game uh, or a special DLC anyway. And, yeah. and and that's outside of like the other great things about it. But and it, it, it you know it's pretty fun to play. Like I I I I mean my one thing with Plague of Shadows is I do wish it was a bit smoother in terms of like changing uh, the, potion the combination. Yeah, that's a little a uh, little uh, immersion breaking. I guess is the phrase. Yeah. But you know it's not to the degree where I'm like oh this makes it unplayable and. Uh, I mean, just just touching on the story once more, um, you know, I think I think Plague Knight and Mona's obviously you sort of touched on it, but Plague Knight and Mona's relationship is especially at the end is just very uh, adorable. Uh, And I mean, I I love the little moments uh, where um, like when you come back from a level uh, and she's like doodling on her desk or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Very cute. Yeah, it's it's very good stuff. the I real like winner. That they, uh, sorry, I, I was just gonna say real quick. I like that they use like a bunch of the random NPC sprites yeah. as the characters. It, like the horse guy comes in, and like yeah, anyway, it's just it's great. And um, they reuse the um the Trouple King or the Trouple King or however you yeah say yeah. It. I think it's Trouple because it's trout and apple. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, the yeah they reuse him in, in in a phenomenal way. Um, yeah, I like that you can just dance as plague night like he practices <laughs> his moves uh for the end cutscene. anyway it's adorable it, it's great yeah um, specter that, of that, torment is not <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a strength throughout all the dlc is the returning side characters yeah, yeah. specter of torment not adorable but um very sad <laughs> <laughs> very very dark very sad what's the uh, torment inspector of <laughs> yeah uh specter of torment though is definitely my preference gameplay wise um i just think specter knight has it's a toss-up for me for sure personally i like both like very much i i I just like the way specter knight feels a lot but yeah specter knight has a lot of uh motion to him which i really like he's he's very much like the mega man zero to like Mm -hmm. to the game um that's a really good way of putting it actually he's like yeah i I don't know i (laughs) I guess like I, I guess that makes Plague Knight base, <laughs> but uh, that seems like a weird comparison. I don't know um, if I could really stretch that, but yeah, uh, Specter and, Knight's uh, definitely King, good. King Knight is roll from uh, Mega Man powered up. <laughs> um. King Knight is just roll in any time like roll is playable in that you suffer when you play. <laughs> uh, like, um, seriously, anytime you can play as roll, it's not great. Um, yeah, no, but Specter Torment's great. I, I love. I, it, it tells its story so well i think through very minimal dialogue yeah. yep um and I, I i again i mean i think uh what what i appreciate about specter of torment is you know obviously we did say um that it is very uh dark and brooding and stuff like that in a lot of ways but there's also like a sense of camaraderie between specter knight and the other uh you know members of uh of his yeah. little crew especially yeah. red um mm-hmm. and it's like it, it, it's very satisfying in that way um king of cards I, I i've already talked about it a couple times but it's not my cup of tea personally um it's all right i don't think it's bad it's just no it's, it's just so like it just does not deliver the same experience the other two did and the fact that it took so long is just like it's just like extra sting to the wound yeah you know? like it's just like really and, and yeah. I'm not a fan of the card game as well. 
I don't think, you know, I don't think I would be so hard on it if it didn't take so long. And that's, and you know, like, I know we just talked about how like crunch bad, but like, yeah, but like, I, honestly, it's just circumstance really. Like, I, I almost I don't know. feel like I would have been happier if we just got, if they just left it at Plague of Shadows Inspector of Torment. Maybe. Um, but I think, who, uh, but if that, if that happened, we would have never gotten the Plague Knight amiibo. So, uh, it's very true. It's very true. Um, yeah, and um, three pack. Also, uh, Shovel Knight Showdown is a lot of fun. I've spent a decent amount of time in that mode. It's like Shovel Knight Smash Brothers. Um, yeah, and it's uh, it's pretty fun. Um, yeah, I it, it definitely, you know, Shovel Knight. I thought uh, was already worth its price tag, and they did they did bump it up to thirty bucks for uh, Treasure Trove, but you know it's still worth it <laughs> then, like all but you know it was awesome the people who bought uh shovel knight originally got the deal like got it for free yeah so, that was the best part about it for sure um could you imagine my surprise turning on my wii u after buying shovel knight again i'm pretty sure i actually i don't know if i own it on steam but i've i've, I've bought it some other i don't remember where else i bought it but anyway could you imagine my surprise where i'm like my shovel knight's gone Wait, what's Treasure Trove? And then I turned it on <laughs> and I was like, whoa. Anyway, it was awesome. Yes. So So what do you have another do you have another meaty DLC you want to discuss, Ken? Uh yeah, kinda. Um I was gonna talk about um I see I, I I'm a bit I'm at a bit of a toss-up. I I, I don't know if I really wanna get into like like new vegas dlc or or yeah um but it exists and it's really good like all of them are pretty good um Um, i i mean i i think we could definitely talk about it but we should probably save like most of our discussion for our new vegas focus episode yeah which is definitely happening yeah Um, i don't know i i I don't i guess i'm just gonna say like they're all pretty good because they're all well Almost all of them are excellent because almost mm-hmm. all of them offer something completely different. Um, and even the one that doesn't is still pretty good. It's just more of the same game. So like it's basically don't be an idiot. Just don't be a stupid idiot. Just get the game of the year edition. Yeah, when you it's, it's like it. 15 bucks. Like, come on, <laughs> just, just do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, um, it, it does come with the drawback that you can never play the opening of the game like in peace because it's just like constantly like added to your inventory. Hey, you got a hey, you got a radio signal. Hey, you got a radio signal. <laughs> radio signal. Yeah. Uh, and like Doc Mitchell will be like, well, I patched you up pretty good. And then like you like pause the game because you're getting the <laughs> notification. <laughs> and then like and then he's just like, but let's just see if I got everything in the. Re-. And you get yeah. another one and it's like, come on over to the. V- machine <laughs> and it's like let's see if all your vitals are in order now what does this look like to you <laughs> like whatever it's just uh it, yeah. it's whatever we we love new vegas <laughs> yes uh we do um uh you know what right. had you know what had good dlc though uh the original uh dishonored oh okay that one was really good. I don't have much to say about it. It's been too long since I've played it for me to really say something like meaningful about it, but it's really good. Like it's an, it's an, it's a proper addition to the story. You don't need it to fully enjoy the game, but it's good enough to where I'm like, yeah, I want to pay money for this. So it's like, 
it, it strikes that really good balance of DLC where it's just like, it, it doesn't overstay its welcome. You know, it's not mandatory to enjoy the full game. <coughs> Fallout 3. <coughs> um <laughs> You don't get the you don't get the you don't get an ending to Fallout Three. There is no ending to the game. There is not an ending to the game if you don't have the DLC. Do you realize that? Like, it's yeah. not a problem now because almost every version of the game available for purchase today has all the DLC with it, and it's still ten bucks or whatever. But like, could you imagine? Listen, yeah. Anyway, this is supposed and- to be about good DLC. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to say. I don't want to talk about DLC all right, anymore. All right. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> that was good. Um, all right. So stuff we we've been playing. Um, I've been I've been dueling with an with an old enemy, Kevin. Uh-oh. Uh An old enemy by the name of Xenoblade Chronicles Two. No. Um, <laughs> so all right. So I I want I want to give you some backstory on this one. Um, okay. So, so there's this guy named Rex and he yeah. looks kind of stupid. <laughs> so there's this company named Nintendo, right? And <laughs> no, um, all right. So, uh, so Shulk I, is really feeling it. Uh, not this <laughs> time though. <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles is a franchise I have a weird history with. Um, I, as I brought up a couple times, but I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of the let's player Chugga Conroy. And he did a, he did a excellent Xenoblade Chronicles one let's play. And that got me pretty interested in the series. Um, and then I played X, Xenoblade Chronicles X, at a friend's house. Uh, and just, just a just sidetrack for a second. Do you remember? Uh, did you ever see the interview clip where the like, I think it was at one of the E threes or something back when they were kind of relevant still. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X had just come out, and some like uh some like you know game journalist comes up and is like how does it feel to uh have finally released 10 games or like something like that like <laughs> like how did you keep the series alive for 10 games i don't know something re- like she just clearly didn't know what she was talking yeah, about yeah. it's just like oh man like you, <laughs> you you stepped in that one <laughs> um yeah i i haven't seen that clip although that it's it's pretty funny um yeah but yeah so i played i played x i didn't finish it but i I had an enjoyable time with it. So, uh, you know what? I was I was here for Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I got it day one. Um, I played it for about 15 hours, and then I put it down because um, this game has, has a huge problem in terms of its... I think this game... I think Xenoblade Chronicles 2 has a myriad of problems. Uh, m- uh, from a game design perspective, from a story perspective, uh, it, uh, in general, it feels a lot weaker than Xenoblade Chronicles. I, I, I and I've been I've been thinking about how to phrase this properly um, for uh, you know me talking about this, but I think what it is is that Xenoblade Chronicles Two is less mature than Chronicles One. Um, That's what I've heard. It it feels a lot. It's a lot more anime. There's you know. I, I I'll tell you, and I mean this is a little bit spoilery, but um, I I don't have any intention of playing the game. <laughs> uh, but they, so they introduce there. There's a cutscene about I want to say like um, maybe like a fourth of the way through the game, m- maybe more, um, where basically like one of the characters like uh, it. Uh, admits that they have 
uh, feelings for, you know, our, our main, our main guy, Rex. Um, and if it's, it just if it's kinda... Pyra or Mithra, they're both way better than him. And Ken. That's all. <laughs> Everyone's I out of his league. <laughs> Everyone is out of his league. Um, I mean, those are the only other Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles two characters I know. So I mean, like... but um, it, and it's like it comes across as like the anime thing where he's like, oh, he's like really dumb about it, and like he he doesn't like get what is being said. Yeah. Um, and it, it like that's it. Like it just exists for that purpose. Xenoblade Chronicles 1 has, like, a whole character arc built around that, and it's really interesting about, like, where Melia has feelings for uh, our main guy, Shulk. Tell me, Um, Rex, do you believe that love can bloom on the battlefield? (laughs) (laughs) But, um... I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going back to track Santa. (laughs) Like, Like... Well... I don't know much about what goes up in the sky. I know Norad <laughs> tracks Santa Claus. But I know <laughs> Norad tracks Santa Claus. <laughs> and not to get off topic, but that's the best moment in Peace Walker. Um, but um, yeah, he, so uh, yeah, that, that happens in two. And then in one, it's like, it's this really fascinating character arc where, um, you know, Melia, one of your party members has feelings for, main character shulk but there's kind of this examination where she can never be the martyr that fiora was in the beginning of the game and like so much of shulk's perception and his motivation is like shaped by that that Mm. it, it it's just impossible for her to ever be with shulk and like her coming to terms with that like that's really fascinating stuff that you know yeah not a lot of games have really explored to that extent and deal like chronicles too it's like it just kind of exists to like because it is a Uh anime joke yeah exactly um Uh. and the other yeah i i i I could do a whole list of like things that bother me about this game but the other thing that bothers me is um the gotcha system and like how that's worked into the combat where um i hang on that that wasn't a phrase that i ever wanted to hear why <laughs> you have to explain i didn't know there was Our, a uh, not only did i just learn that there's a gotcha system in xenoblade chronicles 2 i've now learned that it's a part of the combat and i just like feel like nauseous <laughs> like all I'm right just... so this is how it works kevin so okay uh pyra and mithra you know from smash brothers Oh, I know um, those characters. Yeah, uh, they, they are what are called blades uh, in the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 universe. Uh, you basically think about them like, um, what's a good comparison? Uh, Is it like the Soul Eater thing where they turn into swords? It's exactly like the Soul oh, Eater wow. thing. Oh, wow, okay. Um, I mean, they don't turn into swords, but like they are tied to weapons and like yeah, there's okay. a connection I've, like that. Um, I follow. So, and and so, you know, obviously you need to... So the gotcha system ties in where blades come from these things called core crystals and you need to resonate with core crystals and certain core crystal, most core crystals have like regular, like there's like a generic template for common blades, but then there's also rare blades who are uh, wholly unique, have uh, unique ways of participating in combat, gimmicks, all that, Mm -hmm. Um, unique weapon classes, stuff like that. So the problem is that it, on my first playthrough, I got 
my first two rare blades were the worst character in the game and the second worst character in the game. Awesome. Um, so I felt, and then I did get a third one who was good, Gorg. Uh, but unfortunately, I got uh, Gorg on a character. Gorg uses great axes as his weapon. And okay. because of the gotcha system, uh, he got stuck to a character who is not very good with great axes. Oh, awesome. Um, Fun. So, RNG yeah. stats. Like, all right. And, and then compare it to my most recent playthrough where my first blade was Electra, who's not very good at all. Um, but then probably within like um, three or four pulls each, I got Percival, who's decent, um, Agate, who's good, Gorg, who's good, um, and then uh, the game does give you some guaranteed uh, rare blades as well. So I got Wolfric and I got Rock, who are both, through the story, who um, are both uh, good. But um, yeah, so I, I because my luck was just so much better, I'm having a much more fun time. And that is a problem. <laughs> that um, is a problem. I mean, like, at what point is it a does it stop being a JRPG and start becoming like a casino? Like I, Yeah. I mean, thankfully, you know, there's not like uh there's no like paid element to it. Like right. it's not like Genshin Impact or anything like that. But at the same time, it's like like I, you know, I'm not a fan of like randomization when it comes to like I like just... imagine like in any other game where like or any other rpg where you know you go into a shop you buy a weapon but like yeah. the shop doesn't tell you the weapon stats yeah i was just gonna say like i mean there are games where like randomness is part of the fun but like not not like that like it's yeah it's, um, just, it's just different it's just i different. mean and and so the other thing is that um this the game has a system uh called uh fusion combos where basically um you uh so there's the driver combo which is much like xenoblade one you can inflict certain status elements on enemies in a specific order um and like that will weaken them so xenoblade mm -hmm. one it was uh break topple days um xenoblade two it's uh break topple launch smash uh -huh. um and then there is the blade combo, which is um, blades are associated with certain elemental types. And when you use uh, elemental attacks in a specific order, uh, you can do a lot of damage to enemies and also sometimes uh, like prevent them from doing certain actions. Um, but when you, but you have the ability to do a fusion combo, which is, uh, you know, let's say I have one of my characters inflict break on an enemy and then, uh, pretty much right when break goes off, I, I trigger a blade combo of like earth or something. So suddenly I'm doing, uh, break earth, um, which is necessary in order to, to engage in combat effectively because, um, it gives you extreme stat bonuses like um i think if you do uh like break which is the first part of the driver combo 
and the first element of a blade combo, um, depending on the element, you can like increase your attack power by 50%, which is extremely significant. Um, yeah. It, it essentially like cuts any the average battle time in half. Um, but the game does not explain that to you. The game is like, basically it treats fusion combos as like, yeah, this is something you might be able to do occasionally. It's like, no, <laughs> like you need to do fusion combos in order to get through the game at a reasonable pace. Welcome to the um, world of Pokemon. Sometimes yeah. if you really want to, I guess you could use this type advantage thing, but who really cares? See, I wouldn't recommend investing too much time into it. Ex it's exactly like that. And not to mention, you know, when you're first playing the game, and I want to stress, I didn't learn this from playing the game. I learned this from Chugga Conroy's Let's Play. <laughs> he's explained it way better than the game does. Um, and it's like, it just, you know... I'm having fun with with Xenoblade 2 right now. At what cost? But at the same time, <laughs> it feels like like it's not as like I'm having fun despite how the game is designed and explained. Like it's a miracle. Like you're like, wow, I can't believe I'm having fun right now yeah. with this game. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's like, uh that's not good. Oh, it feels really good to like you know, do these big explosion attacks and got my guys with the spears and stuff like that. And I didn't have any of that on my first playthrough because I got crappy blades and I didn't know what fusion combos were because the game didn't tell me. Um, so yeah, that that's where I'm at on Xenoblade 2 right now. Well, that's, uh, you know, that's an interesting relationship you have with that game. Um, mm -hmm. I've... Uh, I've recently become a superhero lately, but oh. uh, Kevin Man, yeah. friend to uh, all flat cap wearers. Yep. No. Um. So, a little bit of a story, I guess. Um, it, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a Kevin segment without needlessly long, you know, backstory to like a mm -hmm. two second punchline. Um. So basically, my sister uh, swindled <laughs> several family members into giving her some money like she basically went to like one person was like can i have some money for this and i went to another person was like can i have some <laughs> money for this and basically through going to different family members she um got enough money for a vr headset <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> she she i mean she had some money of her own saved up so you know like yeah, I, I, won't, yeah. I, I won't say you know that that my sister went around like completely conning our entire family but um she did uh get money for this headset and she went on a camping trip for two days um and so of course i started playing with the headset you know I, mm -hmm. I had to and i didn't want to spend any money i i just got some free things and one of those things was vr chat oh boy and so that's what i've been playing the last over the over the weekend the last couple of days um it was vr chat and you know what the first thing i did was tom what did you do kevin <laughs> i went i went and got the uh, shaggy player model and uh and i started talking to people in character um in in the shaggy voice and at first it was funny because people were like oh haha ha, shaggy uh say one percent of my power or something you know like people right. were asking me and i was like instinct oh, like zoinks dude like i'm gonna use one percent of my power and like you know people <laughs> ate it up people loved it and i walk up to someone and i see like a player model like scrunched up on the ground and i was like i wonder what this guy's doing so i go up go up to this 
crumpled up CSGO uh, man. And uh, I see its head turn up to me and goes, are you the real Shaggy? <laughs> and it was a little kid. And that's why the model was crumpled up because it was trying to figure out how to put this adult sized character in like, you know, like a, a three foot tall package, essentially. And so I lean down to the kid and I go like, yeah, man, <laughs> like, it's really me. Like, I'm the real Shaggy. What's up? <laughs> and and the kid and the kid is like, I just got this VR game. Um, but I'm kind of scared. Some people have some really scary models. <laughs> <laughs> and so in character, though, I, I don't remember what I said verbatim, unfortunately. It was very in the moment. Um, and I just couldn't believe like that I was actually doing this as I was doing it. But um, I basically said something to the effect of like, like I was talking about how like Shaggy gets scared and I was like, <laughs> and, and how he still, but he still solves mysteries or something. So I was, I basically like gave this kid an inspiring Shaggy pep talk all in the voice. Like, like my throat hurt after, like I was doing it so much. So I was like, you know, like sometimes you get scared, like Scoob and I, like we get scared all the time, but like we still solve the mystery. And like, sometimes, you know, that's all that matters, you know? <laughs> Like, all you got to do is keep trying, kid. Like, one day, you'll know that these guys aren't real. It's always someone in a mask. Like, these are just people with goggles on. Like, there's no need to be afraid, man. And, like, and the kid and the kid was like, wow, thank you. And then, like, I, I the game crashed, so I have no idea what the kid said. <laughs> <laughs> so could you, could you imagine, like, you know, like, you just... You're, you're just, like, in your, in your most, like, I, I don't know, like, what, you know, close your eyes imagine the most uncomfortable situation that you could be in and then shaggy shows up talks you through it and then you like go to thank him and it's like batman like he's gone (laughs) and and i've been you know i've been freaking out like that like is unreal like that is not like I, i have to ask myself did that happen did i turn into shaggy like is this what my life became for a moment like did like I felt like you know um like it was a religious experience like like God was speaking through me like it was it was shaggy using my mortal form to speak to this child that's what it felt like um and of course you know I had to tell people about it but I didn't want to tweet it I didn't want to I didn't want to I told a couple of people but I, I couldn't bring myself to share the story until I said it here on the show that is how important to me this was um that is that, that is a great story that is that is the most you story uh, I think I've heard out of the uh, almost two years that we've known each other. <laughs> I just, I just have to ask, like, or I just have to, like, you know, I, I don't know, like, I want to know what happened. Like, I, I wish I didn't crash. Like, I yeah. wanted to be that kid's friend. Like, I want, and you know, maybe I was never meant to. Maybe I was there for that moment. Like, you know, mm-hmm. maybe I walked into his life when he needed me, and I left when he didn't. And you know, I, it, I got like, like, I, just, I thought about it all night. Like, I'm yeah. not kidding. Like, this was no, like, I, this was something deeply like profound to me. And for I, sure. like, like what doth life like that is what I was left with (laughs) (laughs) I just had I really had to think about it and like yeah I mean it's it's I just imagine it's like um 
<laughs> if that's not the most video game thing, like if that's not the most like internet video game culture thing, like like we've been blessed with and moments like this, as well as the moments of like, you know, people being assholes on the internet. And, you know, that's that's nothing mm-hmm. new. But like, I, I don't know, like I just that it's just a, it's just a, it's just a facet of life, you know, like mm-hmm. it's just something internet culture is so ingrained in us and so like like i if you think about this holistically i put on a pair of goggles entered a new reality where i was shaggy and for all intents and purposes you know like this kid thought i was like this kid he he had no reason to suspect otherwise yeah i just there's so much there and I might need therapy over it, but it's not a bad thing. You know, I'm not like traumatized. <laughs> right. I'm just like, I'm just left feeling incredibly no, small. It, like it, it makes you con contemplate, you know, it's like, um, <laughs> I just think, uh, <laughs> I, it, it, I'm sorry. It's, it's hit me in waves. Um, you, but you it, keep, like there's more parts to it, right? Like yeah, at first yeah, you're just like, sure. Oh, funny shaggy story. And then you're like, wait a minute. Like, um, like the that fact, kid doesn't know where you went. Like, yeah. The or fact like, that it happened uh, in VR chat as well of all places is like, <laughs> you know, of course VR chat is like, you know, do you it's know chaos. the way? And like, yeah, yeah it's uh, that piglet and like, who like jumps off the side of the map or whatever. But, like, <laughs> Or like, um, have you seen the VR interviews where it's like the guy like as Winnie the Pooh interviewing someone who's Anakin Skywalker talking about like like the horrible things he had to do while he was in war or something like that. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like you have these things. Like, yeah, these I, I have seen that. Yeah, just these unreal things. Like, um, wow. Yeah, I mean. I tried to go back for the kid, by the way. Like I, I like my first reaction was I turned the game back on, went back to like the map that I was on. I couldn't get in the same server though. And I, and that's when I'd like, just like, I was sitting there like staring into the void in VR chat and someone comes up to me and like, haha, Shaggy do the voice. And I just turned to him and in my normal voice, I was like, do you ever wonder, is that me that I'm looking at or is it Shaggy? And does it matter? Are we one in the same? And like, and like the guy was just like, what? And like ran away and like, and like just turned into something else and who cares? But like, yeah, yeah. I just like, I, I don't know, man. Like, I just yeah, that, no, that's a wild story. Um, I, I'm, I'm glad, I might write a book about it. I'm glad you, I'm glad you talked about it because it's, it's fascinating. Um, and, all and right you know, then. Like, what's you know hang on i just have to add to it you know what's like deeply like profet like profound about it like just completely like poetic and like yeah yeah so like i said i you know i came and went in that kid's eyes like he saw shaggy got an encouraging talk from him and then shaggy like disappeared or i don't know you know if from my end i i was frozen you know like i mm-hmm. could see everything still but the like nothing was moving so like that was a weird i could get into that in itself but like to the kid i assume i just disappeared but like the fact that the fact that i was actually struggling to come up with something to talk about for this segment i was like i don't really want to talk about final fantasy 9 because like i haven't gotten into it yet like yeah. like i'm into it but like you know not far enough to where i want to talk about it so i in the same way that shaggy came to that kid that moment came to me <laughs> and like you just like seriously mind shattering stuff like yeah like what does that say about anything in life just like everything <laughs> it says something about everything is the answer but anyway i i might like i might break down if we keep talking <laughs> you know we, we've talked a lot on this show about 
video games are and like how we analyze uh, the relationship between uh, player and uh, and player entity and things like that. And it's like you, mm-hmm. you just lived it. I uh, lived it, man. It and uh, with with that uh, existential thought, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, see all of my not existential ramblings and things like that. Uh, you can follow me on, uh, at Thomas M Brickman. Also, do another show with my buddy Emily where we talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, you can keep up with everything related to that um, by following uh, I Want to Fight Araki wherever you listen to podcasts and yep, uh, yep. I Want to Fight Araki on social media, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin, where is your mortal soul? Where does your mortal soul reside on the internet? Like, Kevin's not here, man. <laughs> like, if you want to follow him, though, like you go to at Hey It's Kevo, like you follow him on Twitter. And like, if you want to keep up with this other podcast, it's called Everyone and Their Mother. It's all about the mother characters and the NPCs, man. You can follow that on Twitter at Eat Mother, man. Like, <laughs> eat it like a Scooby snack. <laughs> and if, thank you, Shaggy. And if you want to follow the show, keep up with everything related to this, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at PostGameCon. That's it's like at post game C-O-N. like it's at post game con man <laughs> and, and uh, post game content on Instagram. And it doesn't all take much said. to follow, man. Like it's only one percent of your power. Tap <laughs> <laughs> into that ultra instinct. Hit the follow button. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. Um, and with all that said, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>